Can you is Google Stadia an app? I don't know what Google Stadia is. That's the thing. So nine ninety nine a month. This is Stadia Pro, part of the Premier Edition. Nine ninety nine a month, three months included with Premier Edition. Buy games whenever you want. Additional free games released regularly. So apparently Destiny 2 is a free game that's part of it. Apparently. Additional Fuck. free games released regularly. So the free edition, you don't get free games, but you can buy games whenever you want. So it, it is its own marketplace, though. That's That's what I can't get behind. That's that's kind of the annoying thing, and I I expected it. I did, although nine ninety nine a month isn't a terrible price, but I don't know what else will be free when it starts coming out. Yeah, but what the fuck am I gonna do with Google Stadia? Like, oh cool, I can play games on my phone. Woo! Well, it's the whole idea behind it is that it's browser based. So you're not putting the strain on your hardware. So a somewhat crappier laptop or an older laptop could, in theory, run one of the highest rated graphical game console games of 2019. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that. That's, that's its idea is you no longer have to buy a $2,000 PC to play the next seven years of games. You're just paying this monthly fee to have access to this internal library but is is its library going to be as extensive probably not i don't i, mean, I don't think it's going to be like oh yeah here's the xbox live library you're not going to get gears on here you're not going to get uncharted on here if it's multi-platform it will show up yeah basically i mean unless google starts striking deals with sony and shit to get the playstation store and the xbox store on here but what are the fucking chances of that Probably yeah. slim to none. They can't even play well with each other. I won't also, deny it, though. I'm curious about it. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Just not curious enough to buy into it. Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak, this week. Good evening, everybody. I've and been here you... just about every week. Yeah, I know. I I do the same fucking intro every week. I know, but you say, like, this week, like, I'm not always here. I mean, you're not, but neither is light. And so... occasionally the guests get this extra bit of flair. Oh, dear God. Like and super, of the time. And super producer Twilight is also going to be chiming in from time to time, as she tends to do. Um, but yeah, as you were just hearing, because we're doing a weird start to the episode this week, we're talking Google Stadia. Um, which is confusing and also just made my phone go to Google. Jesus, God, stop. <laughs> See, this is why you never turn on the auto-listen feature to any Google device. 
so that anytime you say Google and then a statement, it doesn't automatically just start loading crap. My phone well, was locked. Like yeah, but if you have the listen in feature, even if it's locked, it'll still activate. Uh, great. That's exactly what I need to hear. Uh. I mean, um, unless you're like talking about Google and then saying something about porn, you're you're probably safe. I mean, I think you underestimate what kinds of conversations I have with people on the regular. But that's neither here nor there. Hey, bro, did you Google those tit pics? Yeah, bro. Awesome. <laughs> and all of a sudden your phone just chimes in. Googling tit pics. I have found 305 million results for tit pics. I was going to uh, say, you only know, about 300 and there's something wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, that's just searching his personal database. Shh. No one needs to know. <laughs> it's a secret. So what have you been playing this week, man? Well, as of yesterday, I have finished off the Outer Worlds. Admittedly, probably in like the last year, one of the very few games I've actually finished finished, which sounds terrible. I mean, um, <laughs> considering I exist, it doesn't. But uh, I've also been playing... Jedi, what is it? Fallen Order. Order. I was about to say Last Order, which, <laughs> which actually I think would have sounded that would have been a good uh, title for like a uh, a game where you play as a stormtrooper. Oh, in like the, in final... the final mission is the Order sixty six mission. Well, that would be a clone trooper. I was gonna it, say a stormtrooper in still, the final. In the still final work. I know, but I was going to say, or a stormtrooper in the final, you know, days of the Empire, like leading up to the Battle of Endor, but then I realized that then you're just playing the Battlefront 2 story. Yeah, and then you're dealing with Ewoks again, which, God, no one should ever have to. <laughs> that was the only downside to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Although, slightly less irritating than the Gungans. That is Slightly. true. I'll give them that. Um, but outside of those, I haven't really done too much gaming. Um, Besides playing we, IRL House Flipper? Yes, aside from playing that. Um, almost done with that, so I'll be back home in the comforts of my... Well, I am home, technically. But back to where I'm living and having my actual computer and all that other fun stuff. And your good uh, recording setup so it doesn't sound like you're recording through a tin foil uh baking pan? Okay, that is just because I'm in a room that is very open with blank walls and there's lock lots of echo. Alright? Don't give me that I, crap. <laughs> I mean I will give you all the crap I want. That is my job. I guess that's true. Um Yeah, that's my job. No, your job is to write D and D stories. And occasionally keep us on track. Uh, well, that just killed the conversation. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it happens. Uh, no, but yeah, th those have been my two uh, primary game topics for the for the past week. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you've been gaming with what you can. I have also been playing Jedi Fallen Order. 
or as I have started to come to call it, Star Souls. Because, Dark Star. Yeah, Dark, Dark Star, Star Souls, Dark Souls Revenge of the Lightsaber, <laughs> Star Wars Revenge of Blight Town. I, I don't know. We haven't, there hasn't been a Blight Town point yet, thank God. No, well, you do Dathomir, go through a swamp. I was going to say Dathomir exists. Eh, but that's, I wouldn't call that Blight Town. Blight Town was swamp and poison spears and poor frame rate. <laughs> I, that is one thing I will say about this game. I haven't had any frame issues. Yeah, same here. You just had very wacky camera issues. Yeah, that... Uh, and hmm. lack of saving issues. Very much yeah. lack of saving issues. Oh, the amount of times where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I died. Wait, when was the last time I rested at a bonfire? I mean, meditation point. <laughs> oh, God, it's so far back. Um, But yeah, no, it it is Dark Souls in all but name. Yeah. And that's okay, but it's doesn't work for a Star Wars game. It it doesn't work as well as it could because even though you're playing as a Jedi Padawan, you you don't feel powerful when two stormtroopers can wreck your day cuz you didn't block correctly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that is my my grievance as well with it. Um cuz like starting off you get into your first set of combat, and it's like, okay, they're basic stormtroopers. Ha-ha. Kicking the crap out of them. Ha-ha. Oh, I took a blaster shot. Ow. That was stupid of me. And then you get to your first boss, and it's just like, I, I'm sorry, what just happened to me? <laughs> ah, yes, I've been eviscerated, except I haven't been, because there's no dismemberment. It, yeah. By a giant toad frog. That's a second planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope, oh, I just got squashed by the giant frog. Nope, oh, I just got squashed again. Nope, oh, I just got tongue-lashed by a giant frog. Nope, oh, I just died to the rat on the way to the giant frog. Oop, oh, the giant frog pushed me off the cliff. Or in my case, haha, I've almost beaten the giant and he jumped off the cliff himself. Alrighty then. Hmm. I'm nice. just gonna walk away. <laughs> I haven't had that happen. It was it was fun. I didn't know it could happen, and then it did, and it made me happy. <laughs> Just like when I found out uh, there's the part on uh, Kashyyyk when you can, when you're fighting like the Inquisitor trooper, mm -hmm. you know, one of the full black armored guys, and then a uh, scout trooper commando, and I just force pushed them both off the goddamn ledge. Nice. So I was like, oh, well, that's an easy way to deal with that nuisance. And then he killed R2 with it. Yeah, that that was fun. Or Because he made the noise. Oh, God. Uh, um, but no, I, I think I am on my way back to Kashyyyk. Oh, to meet, meet up. With the, uh, the general dude. I, yeah. I'm at that point. And... Spoilers, obviously. I, yeah, I'm... Ish. Well, not really. Just Spoiler yes, you go to Kashyyyk and you talk to a general. Congratulations, <laughs> welcome to the rebellion. Yeah. Uh, but everything I've dealt with up to that point, again, 
great Star Wars storyline. You can kind of tell where the twists and angles are happening and when they're going to happen in true Star Wars fashion. Uh, but for the gameplay, I wish I felt more powerful. I wish I didn't feel like... <sighs> I wish I didn't feel like a schmuck with a lightsaber. Yeah, I mean... It feels a little better once you fix your lightsaber. You know, once you you have more styles, but even then, like... I, I don't know, I was playing... I, I'm not super far in the game, but I'm playing through it, like, wishing I was playing Devil May Cry 5 Star Wars Edition. Yes. Cause while, I, I'd have been more inclined for that. While, you know, Devil May Cry, you feel powerful, but you still have to get your timing and shit down right, or you're gonna die. Yeah. But at least you feel like a badass the whole time. And what they could have done for that is that, uh, and I mean, this would be very gimmicky, but y using combos in combat, because right now when you hit an enemy or when you get hit, you regain some force. If instead having the Devil May Cry style combat instead of Dark Souls style combat, whenever you combo whenever you have a longer combo you start building up more force power so it's like yeah you're you're gonna hit the guy 20 times and you'll be able to start using your force abilities because i mean it'd be more like an adrenaline charge at that point but i i would have liked that a little bit more than the mechanic they have eh, i don't know i feel like the force power should always be there maybe on a slight recharge but i mean Anything would be better than what they currently have. I, don't don't get me wrong. The game is not bad. It is a game, first off, that has unlockable things that you have to find things in the world to unlock. It's a it's a game. But you couldn't keep your furry little pet. He's on the no. ship somewhere. Yeah, he he's hiding in the ship. I I tried to mention that in uh in your chat while you were streaming it. No, I saw it. I thought I acknowledged okay. it. I don't you know. might have might have i might have been i might have stepped away That's um fair. my my issue with the treasure chests and everything there is no point no it's just to make your lightsaber your character your ship look cooler yeah it's literally all cosmetics for every treasure chest in the game i mean there's no currency in the game like you don't buy upgrades unless you're using skill points but that's just standard rpg leveling better than loot boxes Accurate. I I would have liked if the different lightsaber parts that you got changed different combos. No, that make, would be make it matter that I found a this part. piece of a lightsaber, or went back to a planet to unlock a box that I couldn't get to before. Yeah, because so. with it all just being cosmetic, it's like where where is my motivation? So At you one point. to wear all the easily accessible ones are cosmetics, but the ones you actually have to leave, get a power, come back, actually will give you like a combo bonus, like it rewards you for backtracking. Well, no, some like, sort of reward would yeah, be nice. So, something, yeah, other than just a cosmetic item. But hey, at least they didn't charge micropayments for it. So huzzah! True, but I mean, I like if I could, like if I went back, found a poncho. And then, like, cause there are some ponchos that are in weird-ass places. 
Um, but it's like, yeah, this poncho increases the rate that you get force powers back, or it reduces the damage that you receive. Make it matter. It doesn't have to be astronomically different, but some sort of some sort of statistical buff or change. Debuff, some reason to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of, oh, hey, this guy's now he's wearing a pink poncho. Now he's wearing a blue poncho. Now he's not even wearing a poncho. I'll be honest. I think the poncho looks stupid. <laughs> I found one that was like leather. So uh. it doesn't look quite like a poncho anymore. But yeah, it, it's it's weird. Yeah. But he's trying to be a space cowboy. Just a bit. It it does have a very space cowboy vibe to it, which I'm not opposed to. <laughs> Obviously, because I love Outer Worlds, and that has a very, you know, Firefly vibe to it. Yes, it does. Uh, but on the subject of no micropayments, the other game I've been playing this week, uh, Need for Speed Heat. There are no micropayments in that game. You just unlock things by playing the game, which is That's, surprising. Yeah, that is pretty surprising. Like, all of your uh, money is earned by playing the game. Your reputation is earned by playing the game. All your cars are unlocked by playing the game. All of your um, you know, upgrade parts, uh, performance enhancers, that kind of stuff, unlocked by playing the game. It is once again a full game with a story, honestly, that makes me really think Need for Speed Most Wanted, the the good one. Mm -hmm. But it also is kind of dark because it's about cops wanting to kill street racers and take their cars for money. That so, is pretty dark. Yeah. Like the, I, I'm sorry, I'm going into spoilery territory here, but this is like in the first opening cutscene of the game. So, if you don't want to know what happens in the first opening cutscene, just skip ahead like, you know, two minutes, right or so. But yeah, the opening cutscene is like this: this member of this chick's crew getting run off the road, the car falling into the water. The guy leading the fucking anti-street racing task force yelling at the dude who ran him off the road saying we lost the fucking car because they wanted to chop it up and sell it. And then threatening to shoot the man to send Jesus. a message. <laughs> to the other cops? No, to the other street racers. Like, no, no, you, how dare you street race? If you street race in my city, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, what the shit? This is a Lord. racing game for children. I mean, you know, teenagers, but still. That's that's some dark shit. <laughs> but otherwise, the game is really fun, and the cars handle really well, and I love the insane customization that you can do, like, down to uh, what turbocharger is in your engine. Nice. Yeah. And it, it makes you feel like the car is yours like the old Need for Speed games did. Like, no, I've put my time and money into making this car awesome. So that's that's okay. always fun. Plus, I picked it up I mean, as part, I, of, part of Game Pass, so... Uh, most Wanted Pass. was probably my favorite Need for Speed most wanted, out of everyone. 
Most Wanted still has its mantle as my favorite Need for Speed game. Just because I loved all the underground games because I am a shameless fan of the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, But yeah, no, Most Wanted was fun and I liked their whole like go after the list of top racers while also dodging the cops kind of thing. And this one kind of has that too, like you're trying to get your crew into the fancy uh, inner circle of street racers kind of thing. While okay. also doing the completely legitimate races to earn money. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you've seen on the game, but the game basically has two parts. It's all open world, but it basically has the during the day part, which is where you compete in legal races to earn cash. And then, so it's Need for Speed Pro Street, essentially. Right. And then the nighttime part of the game, which is where you compete in the underground street races to earn reputation, which is where you get better cars and better parts to spend your cash earned in the day on. Hmm. So it's got to, but that's also when the cops will come after you because they won't come after you during the day. Of course. But at night, the cops will come and fuck your shit up. (laughs) They are out for blood. (laughs) <laughs> Lucky me, I haven't been caught yet. Lucky you. Yes, I'm only about, you know, three hours into the game, so that doesn't mean shit, but hey. And I mean, also... it's, it still sounds like a good game, so. Yeah, I mean, be... I'm enjoying it, and, you know, because I have EA access, because I signed up for that, <laughs> Um, I just get to play it. And I get to play, like, the deluxe version of it, so that's pretty badass. I don't know. I'm glad to see the Need for Speed games return to formula, more or less. Right. So, that that makes me happy. Um, oh yeah, Stadia launched today. Forgot about that. Yeah, I'm still trying to do some read-up on it. Yeah, I, I suppose we were talking about it in the cold open of the episode. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, for anybody wondering, because even though that was 20 minutes ago, I don't remember what the hell I said about it. Stadia mm-hmm. is a game streaming service that you can is basically browser-based, and you can play it on your phone, computer, tablet, anywhere you can hook up the Stadia controller too. So as Control said earlier, you can basically use the cloud to stream games that you otherwise couldn't handle on your device, such as Red Dead Redemption 2 and Destiny 2. Yep. Runs through uh, the Google Chromecast Ultra for your TV, tablet, and whatnot. I'm not sure how they're setting it up for... Uh, phones yet because I know that is one thing that they had talked about previously Uh, I haven't hunted that particular detail down quite yet I mean that's definitely something to look more into and that released this week so maybe I'll take a look at it in the interim between this week and next it's 130 bucks and that's for the controller the Google the- Chromecast Ultra, and then three months of Stadia Premiere. 
which is expensive, but not super expensive because isn't Stadia Premier only ten bucks a month? Yeah, Stadia Premier is ten bucks a month. Uh, actually, I didn't want to check that. Chromecast Ultra. I want to see how much that by itself is. So yes. the Chromecast Ultra is like seventy bucks. So you're paying. It ends up being like forty bucks for the controller, and then the three months of Stadia for a hundred thirty. Okay, I with mean, free that, shipping. <laughs> that's not too bad, honestly. Yeah, for and that's like I know people that enjoy the Chromecast. Like they they like having one. So I mean, isn't it basically like having Google's version of a Roku? Basically. Yeah. So I mean it's useful for other things other than other than gaming. Yeah. Um I am curious though like if you're playing on your phone in a non-Wi-Fi area if it's going to be able to do that. Oh, like using 4G for it? Yeah, or 5G when it launches. Um Honestly, I don't I don't know how that would work. Like, because, I mean, 4G is a myth. 5G will just be 4G pretty much. Um, you're yeah. gonna, It'll be a tone down of quality because it's going to be like watching Twitch through your phone. Yeah. You're not always going to have the highest level of detail. But the thing is, since it's streaming, it will eat data like no other you get an hour in and you will have burned through you know five probably, gigs of data probably your entire month's worth of data um yeah, so. i'm also seeing here that if you want 720p mm-hmm. so still high definition but not you know super high right you'll want at least 10 megabytes per second yeah speed and you're not going to get that if you're not on wi-fi Oh, definitely not. So, basically, you're not going to be able to play your games in the car. But, you know, it'd be nice, you know, you go to a hotel or something, you got your tablets, like, oh, I want to jump on Destiny 2, especially since Destiny 2 is all connected now. Yep. With the Bungie account. So, let's say you and I want to play, but I'm out of town, away from my computer. It's like, oh, cool. I'll just call you up via Discord or something. And then jump on Stadia and play with you that way. Yeah. And actually, like, I'm looking at the Chromecast Ultra. It has, like, a lot of decent streaming services. And actually, one that I just saw that I was like, okay, that's pretty cool, is Amazon Prime. So Prime Video is in there. Oh, cool. Um, Obviously, Google Play is in there. Netflix, YouTube. Apparently, they have HBO Now. Didn't know that. Disney Plus, which... That released this past, what, last week or whatever I think it was. Um, So it has access to all of these different streaming services. I think I just saw Crunchyroll scroll by there. Yeah. So I I was trying to answer my main question, though, of what the hell Stadia Premiere gives you. Mm Because there's a Stadia base, which is next year. So right now you have to pay the monthly fee. Which yeah. ten bucks a month isn't the worst thing, but you know, with all the fucking streaming services coming out, it's starting to get a little ridiculous. Yeah. 
But that being said, uh, so Stadia Pro allows you to go up to 4K on everything yep. with 60 FPS frame rate, gives you the 5.1 digital surround sound. Um, you can buy your games, which is the only downside is you're basically paying for the bandwidth and you still have to buy the games, but you get free games regularly starting with destiny two. Yep. And then you get uh stadia pro discounts on select game purchases with the free version. You can only stream up to 1080. You just get stereo sound. So not the 5.1 surround sound. You can buy your games, but you don't get the free games and you don't get the discount. But it's free. Yeah, and so and and that's so I'm I am curious about it, and I may actually pick it up just for the Chromecast because I don't have a Roku and my TV is not necessarily a smart TV. So just being able to switch over inputs and having access to all that stuff through that would be pretty handy and i think it's actually capable of having a direct inline plug like to the tv yeah yeah it, so it, it yeah it, it is cable. no i'm trying to i'm not sure if i was trying to see if it had like a uh ether plug so i could mm -hmm. just plug ether so i could just hardwire network into it if it was close by but i think it technically itself runs through off of uh off of wi-fi yeah it, it's definitely worth looking into and i might pick it up this week just to see but uh i mean definitely interesting if you don't have a console and don't have a really good pc but want to play some of the big hit games such yeah. as farming simulator 2019 The, the game, if that's your thing. The games list they have is kind of weak, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was looking through. They're going to have Cyberpunk on there. They've got Borderlands 3 on there. Doom Eternal. Uh, apparently the final Darksiders game, Genesis. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Diablo uh, game. Which one? Genesis. It's Diablo style. Oh, yeah, it's like the twin stick run and gun loot and shooter. Is that what Darksiders Genesis is? Yup. Oh. I I did not know that. Huh. Yup. <laughs> eh, could be worse. Um but no, like uh Watch Dogs Legion when that comes out is apparently gonna be on there. I forgot Watch Dogs Legion was a thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. It it went really quiet. Like, they had a big, like, media push, and then it just dead silence. Yeah. Because I think they realized, ah, fuck, we did too much. It, I, saw, um, I saw something about it. I don't remember the article, but it, it was, it had something going on with it, which is why it got either, like, hyper-delayed or something. We promised too much, and... We've made a terrible error. <laughs> uh, Marvel Avengers is going to be on it. So if you want to have play that weird, like, straight-to-Netflix version of Avengers experience, <laughs> because I'm sorry, that's what it looks like to me. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, 
But the last one, and this is one I was actually curious about. I haven't picked it up, and I really should. Gods and Monsters, which is basically, take The Legend of Zelda, remove everything that is Zelda from it, and throw in, I believe it's Greek mythology. Yes, you are correct. Is that out? I don't know. I I just see it as one of the Stadia titles. So that that kind of has me interested. Um, gods and monsters. Okay, it comes out next year. So February oh, next year. Okay. All yeah, right. I remember this was one of the games that they showed off at E3 that I went, all right, I'm in. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, and then, if you're into those games, the Attack on Titan 2 game, Final Battle, which I actually enjoyed the Attack on Titan game, because I mean, it was fun to just zip line around with uh, jet-powered Beyblades grappling hooks. With jet-powered pl- Beyblades. That was only if you played as that one character. Oh, Levy? Le- or I Levi. thought it was Levi. Levi, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, that was I if you played as Helm. He just was a spinning top on a battlefield, apparently. I think the second one you played as your own character. Yeah, the original one you played as uh, Armin. Or not Armin. Aaron. Aaron, yeah. They all have similar names. Well, except for all... Mikasa, because she's, she's the weird only like Japanese <laughs> one. The rest are very German. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, and the first one you played as... Aaron, and then the second one you played as your custom character, and now they've got Final Battle coming out. Yeah, I never... I I wanted to pick those games up, but never got around to it for one reason or another. They're, they're fun to get into here and there, uh, but they can get a little disorienting. And apparently there was a VR one in the works. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I don't oh, come need, on. I don't need that level of destruction of my apartment from spinning destruction of my computer and infinite motion sickness. I was about to say, is it getting destroyed from vomiting everywhere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but yeah, that so I I'm curious about Stadia. I will probably pick it up and give it a try. Because, one, I'm a glutton, and two, it's not that bad of a deal. And, hell, I could probably get rid of one of my other sub-services. Because I think I... Once I... Probably once I beat Jedi Fallen Order, I may drop my EA access. Although that does mean I no longer have Battlefield. Which is a shame, because, you know... When we get into that mood to play our standard four games of Battlefield before quitting. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'll just have to pick up something else. I love Battlefield, but Jesus God, what the hell? <laughs> I I just find myself screaming at my computer for somebody yeah. to play Medic other than me. I mean, I usually play Medic as well. It's Medic or Assault because, oh, hey, there's a tank. No one's dealing with the tank. Please, for the love of God, someone deal with the tank. Then you pull out the rocket launcher to deal with the tank and, oh, 20 damage. How yeah. much health does that have? 500. Cool. Now, they, they still have a standard 100 health, but 
Like, I had the one tank where I dropped two TNTs on it, blew them up, pulled out my rocket, shot it once, pulled out my other rocket, shot it again, and it still had five health left. And then they shot me, and it was like, okay, they're going to sit there and now just repair. Yep. On the bright side, they made it easy to deal with planes with the Flieger Faust. Basically, the unguided multi-rocket missile tube. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) If you fire that at a plane coming straight at you, it's just gone. You turn it to vapor. Very nice. Uh, One thing I think they should change for Battlefield, though, if they ever want to get into balancing it, um, I would actually say you cannot repair your vehicle. However, the vehicles are more durable... But part damage would be a thing. So instead of... Part damage is a thing. That's the thing. What? You can damage the... So if you break the the treads? Yeah. You can do that. Oh. And it fucks with the tank. I think you can break the turret. The problem is there was nothing wrong with the standard battlefield model of you are an engineer, get the fuck out of your tank to fix it. Why do I have to be in the tank to fix the tank? Well, because they don't have the engineer class anymore. Yeah, but even in battle—I mean, even in Battlefield One, when you spawned in a tank, you were the tanker class, but you had to spawn yeah. in a tank. True. I—I I, I don't know. I think the omission of the engineer has really fucked up the balancing with vehicles. Yeah. Well, because now the assault has to be the anti-tanker, but it's like the assault was supposed to be the anti-infantry. Right. And in Battlefield Three and Four. Actually, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. In Battlefield 3 and 4, Assault was your medic. Really? Like, yeah, Assault doubled as the medic. Huh. Yeah. And Engineer was your anti-tanker. Which would make sense, because, yeah, they'd be heavy ordnance, but, yeah, yeah it, it... There there are definitely things that need to be put into place for balancing purposes. 100%. Yeah. And just as a thing for the next game, EA and DICE, just bring the engineer back and quit with this, you know, repairing bullshit, because, fuck, it makes killing these fuckers real hard. Almost impossible when you can't coordinate a group. Yeah. Because it's like, unless you have, one, your own tank, or, two, you have three assault troopers ready to go after it because you know one's going to die on the way to the tank, one's going to die next to the tank, and the last one's going to finally get it destroyed. But probably die from their own explosion. Or the guy getting out of the tank right before it blows up and turning around and shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> Mild grievances. It, You know, the non-vehicle mode in the game was pretty decent. Yeah. But... As with, as with anything in the Battlefield realm, once you start steamrolling, the steamrolling never ends. Basically, yeah. And you get to the point where we were, where it's like, so we're just pinned down at one of our objectives because the enemy has just decided to encircle us. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't uh, spawn vehicles. They keep shooting all of our planes out of the air. 
God has abandoned us. <laughs> and God is dead. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Plot twist. God was uh, just the name of somebody on our team who was actually doing well. <laughs> yeah. God was the one dude on our team who actually had a positive KD. Yeah. And then he just said, screw this shit. <laughs> no, he just said, I, I'm a head out. And then God has left the match. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I haven't played fuck all of Modern Warfare, even though I was pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I was talking that game up like, no guys, it's going to be the answer to Battlefield 5 not being good. And then I just barely touch it. I, yeah, I haven't seen like, even on like YouTube and shit, they obviously there are the guys who are still doing the battle Royale stuff. And you have the guys that are like pro search and destroy players. Cause that's, a thing um but outside of that i haven't i haven't seen too much at least from the circle of people that i watch yeah also isn't pro search and destroy just counter-strike uh i'd actually consider it more like rainbow six. Oh yeah i suppose i mean rainbow six is just also counter-strike yeah kind of <laughs> just just saying <laughs> Man, you're not wrong. How could you say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure if the, if we actually had an audience and I said that, well, we do have an audience. Thank you to yes. all of you who watch uh -huh. us. But if That's we say I'm sure there would be somebody who would call me out and be like, so you don't like Rainbow Six, huh? I did not say that. <laughs> Me it's and... just that we could never have a match together because for some reason I kept getting kicked from the match. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. There's and... a reason I don't play the game, and it's because every match we played, I'd get kicked. Every. Yeah. Fuck your servers, Ubisoft. That and the fact that every time we tried to play it... um. We would get our asses fucking obliterated. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Casual is where all the sweaty tryhards go. Because they want to feel good about themselves wrecking people who don't know how to play the game. Yeah. Oh, man. it. That's the funniest thing. Because, holy shit. It's so like ranked exists for, you know, people to play and be competitive and casual exists for the same reason quick play exists in Overwatch and both. Because I'm not good at the game and I just want to go shoot things with other people who aren't good at the game. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the people in Overwatch who are just like, oh, hey. Why did you pick that character? You shouldn't have picked that character. That character's bad. Hey, I need you to not be playing that character. That character's mine. That sucks, bro. I'm trying to learn. Oh, well, then you really shouldn't be playing because you're not going to be able to learn that character. We're, <laughs> we're in quick play, bro. Like, Welcome to casual, bitch. Like. This is where people learn. No, if you want to learn, go to arcade. That will not help me learn. <laughs> that, 
That will help me become angry. <laughs> then again, you are also not helping me with the not becoming angry. And that is why I don't talk to people in video games. Yeah. Problem is, you never make any any friends if you don't talk to people. Yeah, but I have to wade through 99% toxic assholes to find the one good person. Who leaves after one match. Yep. It's like, yep. oh, yeah, it's man. Like, oh, man. It's like, man, that was a good match. You want to play again? No, nah, I'm getting off. Uh, don't leave me alone, yeah. new friend. <laughs> don't leave me with them. Please don't leave me with them. This guy doesn't understand. He doesn't understand how his gun works. He's playing his mercy, but he keeps using his pistol. He won't heal the tank. Please help. Uh, and that is why I don't play competitive <laughs> except when I force you to play competitive things yep except for those times where it's like hey man I'm bored do you want a game together sure what did you have in mind I don't know want to play Battlefield I guess to be fair Battlefield's like the least competitive competitive game I yeah. ask you to play <laughs> but we still end up you know an hour two hours later Shit, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck. It's like, nobody's fucking playing the fucking objectives. <laughs> and then it's just a half hour of us sitting there screaming and swearing. And it's like, are we done? Yeah, we're done. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, later on. You want to keep gaming? I do. But I also want to, you know, not have an aneurysm tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I do. I do want to keep gaming. But I might break my keyboard. Oh my god. I I okay, so I legit almost snapped my controller in half playing Fallen Order the other day. <laughs> well, you're playing on a con well, actually, the game probably plays a little bit better on controller than uh mouse and key. Yeah, so don't judge me. <laughs> hey, I considering my progress playing on mouse and key, you can eat it. Yeah, well, I don't want I mean, there are plenty of other things to judge too. Quiet. I don't share those photos. Oh, dear. <laughs> His embarrassing <laughs> photos of from the Christmas party. You know, coming from you two, I wouldn't doubt it. We, I mean, I'm usually taking the photos. Yeah, I was about to say, the, if anything, the embarrassing photos would be of me. Or exactly. one of our other friends. But, uh, but no, so... Battlefield, fix your shit. Uh, other shooter communities, stop being toxic assholes. And since we're going to throw toxicity into the bunch, uh, MOBA players, get out of your own assholes. <laughs> I guess this is just the shade episode <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, no, and, and so I haven't played a MOBA in literal years. I played League of Legends a bit ago, to which I was I, told I should stay out of actual, like, PvP until I learn the game. I'm like, but that <laughs> won't help me learn if I'm not playing against people. I I actually didn't mind the bot matches. Like, they weren't, they weren't terrible. But after, I, I think I had a match 
where even in the bot match, I was getting toxicity thrown at me. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I was just sitting there like, are are you kidding me? Are... Why does it matter? It's a bot match. I'm trying to work on my strategy here, guy. And it's like, the second he said that, I was like, cool, I'm out. <laughs> and I, like, I, I alt F4 that shit. <laughs> ah, the good old alt F4 straight rage quit. It wasn't even rage. It was just, this is disgusting. Same. Like, the dude had been talking trash, and that was his final statement. I was just like, no. No, I'm done. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Okay. I don't know what the fuck just happened. I don't really care. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, no, that was me. Exactly. Uh, the first time I played League because me being me, I decided, like, you know, everybody's like, no, dude, play bot matches first. Like, get to know the game, understand the game, play bot matches. And I'm just sitting there like, no. I'm going to kill people. Go into matches immediately. Like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you going bot playing Jinx? I was told this is where you play Jinx. Yeah, but you didn't call bot lane. Why'd you even pick Jinx in the first place? Yeah. I thought she was cool. Well, now we're yep. fucked, and you're, you're yeah. shit. You keep dying. Stop dying. It's like, I'm not even dying that much. And that is the meta of playing League of Legends, or any MOBA for that matter. You go into Dota or whatever the fuck else is out there, Smite, uh, Paragon, I, whatever. I have literally only tried Dota and League, so... Maybe. And yeah, just don't get back into it. Maybe, it's maybe Smite would go better because that's basically a third-person shooter MOBA. No, that's Paragon. No, Smite too. Might I didn't think was like that. I thought Smite was more. Smite might be more melee and magic, but it's still like not from the top-down view. So it's still like a third-person action game. So maybe that'll go better. I don't know. I'm not going to try it. Yeah, that's probably for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, ooh. I know I'm going to mention this every week until it actually comes out, but in our last moments of talking for this episode, Halo Reach comes out on PC in two weeks. Ermigerd. I'm so excited. Now get ready for the few minutes of fangasming from your host, Shane. Nope, I'm not going to let it happen. Nope, I'm not even going to. (laughs) No, I'm going to just mention it every week, and then once I play it on PC with my old group of players, then I will have my fangasm. I'd say that's pretty accurate, don't you? I would say that's exactly what you are going to do. Yep. (laughs) And I would expect nothing less. Good. Yeah, I'm, I suppose it's better than anything related to Doom, where he's hardly coherent with that amount of giggling he does. Oh, just, well, I mean, come on. It's so much fun to, you know, take a chainsaw to a demon's groin, and slice him in half, and then take the horn off of a different demon and jam it into his skull plate, and then, then turn around and shotgun a third demon in the face. And then, you know, just break his buddy's arm and beat him to death with it. <laughs> 
all wall awesome rock music plays in the background. Yep. You you play that and just you you just feel the raw testosterone <laughs> coming from your keyboard. <laughs> but uh yeah. I'd, I'd say that's a decent place to end it for the week. Yeah. We we we've gotten to the ranting stage of the uh of the stream, so we should we should end it here before we alienate any more individuals. Yes. I I would <laughs> apologize I'll I'll apologize to the Overwatch community because some of you were actually all right. <laughs> some. But I I will not apologize to the League of Legends community. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. Y'all are toxic as fuck and need to stop. <laughs> Uh, control. Where can they find things that you do when you do on them? On the interwebs. You, even though you haven't been doing them for like two weeks because you haven't been home. Yeah. Um, that is true. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/controlfreak. Uh, normal streaming schedule every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Generally from six to nine. Sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. But 6 to 9, you can usually find me there. Uh, otherwise, facebook.com slash review is where I go to post my own opinions, usually like a game review. So I may actually post up a follow-up for uh, Outer Worlds as a final opinion. Uh, otherwise, I will do a alternate or a continuing opinion for Jedi Fallen Order this week. Fair enough. You can also find him on Twitter, at Freak Control. I am also there, yes. And you can find me on Twitter, at Sedge underscore Gaming. You can find the podcast, at Gaming Casual Pod, on Twitter. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge, where I stream every Monday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Unless I'm out of town. and Which is more often than you'd think. Yeah, it really has been lately. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find Light on Twitter, at King Kegel. I just uh, realized we didn't come up with a funny anecdote for why he wasn't here this week. Did you let him uh... out of the basement? thought you locked him in the basement. Ah, oh, shit. All right. Well, we got to go. We got to go let our co-host out of the basement. Eh, we can leave him there for another week. We just have to drop some food down. No, we no, we can't keep him down there anymore. He needs, Are you sure? He needs to see the sun. Uh, we'll just throw some vitamin D tablets down there. Either way. Uh... <laughs> fare thee well everybody if you like the episode go ahead and share us with your friends give us a like or a review or a follow on itunes podbean or wherever you're currently listening to this lovely podcast or just scream at us in general yeah i mean or do that and add us on twitter i may or may not also respond youtube to you. link on there of you screaming for five minutes <laughs> <laughs> I'll totally like and follow if you do that. that oh, that'd be hilarious. My God. I think what? I'll just pass out from lack of oxygen. No, not you screaming, them screaming. Oh, 
Oh. No, don't assault. I my... already follow you on YouTube. That's fair, even though I haven't posted anything for like a year. That is true. Same here. Uh, I also follow you on Twitch, so meh. Yeah. Okay, we're rambling again. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Hey, everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look, man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over. You got to go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun. It's not always politically correct. And it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care.